Hello out there in podcast land, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my co-host, Adam. Hello! Just Adam today, no maestro. This week, to celebrate the 4th of July, we're watching 2016's Independence Day, colon, Resurgence. Resurgence. The sequel no one asked for. No, uh, we just like something that nobody asked for. It, just, it resurged. Yes, <laughs> we did Independence Day two years ago, I think, yeah. for Fourth of July, about right? Something like that. Oh, that was just a love fest. Yeah. Oh, it's good stuff, man. And then we have this one. This what, what, what fat lady? You're obsessed with the fat lady. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was directed by Roland Emmerich. Roland Emmerich directed the original Independence Day. Oh, he also did Stargate, Godzilla. White House Down, 2012. White House Down. Was that, was, was that? That's the Jamie Foxx okay. one. The one that, we did was Olympus Has Fallen. Okay, so this is the Die Hard version. Yes. Yeah. Or it was, it was uh, John McClane, but played by Channing Tatum. Yes. Okay. Which I argued when we did Olympus Has Fallen, that must have been a Die Hard script that they just turned into yep. Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah. Well, maybe he was too old. Didn't like him as a... <laughs> Secret Service. This movie stars Liam Hemsworth, Jeff Gold, Jeff uh, uh, Goldblum, uh, 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 uh. Jesse Usher, <laughs> Bill Pullman, not Paxton Pullman, Celia Ward, and Vivica Fox for well, like two scenes. Yeah. <laughs> Let me do a brief synopsis. We'll go from there. Two decades after the first Independence Day invasion, Earth is faced with a new extrasolar threat. What? But will mankind's <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> but will mankind's new space defenses be enough to stop them? extra solar threat that doesn't make sense solar the sun has nothing to do with no uh, come on I, I i just copy paste it i didn't even bother reading it until right now extra solar uh whatever that's fine i ask this every week have you ever seen this before uh i actually have oh my i can't believe you saw this movie yeah it, it was within the past year though uh it, it was just because Independence Day, like, I, I enjoyed you're, it. You're cu- like curious. Yes. How, how are they going to continue this yes. story? Curious. It was only curiosity. Uh, once I heard Will Smith was not part of it, like, all right, I'll get to it eventually. I'm not. Uh-huh. I'm not in a rush. I eventually got to it. If Will Smith was in it, would you have seen it in theaters like faster? No, or? no, no. no. It's, it's still, it's still not. A, it wouldn't have been a theaters thing, no matter what. Okay. But it's hard for me to do. I, I just saw. I, just, I, I saw movie theaters with the, um, the guy he has a thing in his spinal cord. Upgrade? Upgrade. How's that? Uh, I, hear, I hear that was fun. Ooh, that was fun. That's a, that's a fun movie. I have my movie pass, but I haven't had a chance to see you gotta, that. You gotta see I upgrade. think it's out of theaters already. You have got to see Upgrade. It yeah. is fun. There, there's always issues, but that's just a... It, it's basically what, what I think Hardcore Henry should have been. Mm. The, like the potential of it, yeah. It wasn't first person or anything, but it was uh, the uh, concept of like a superhuman, yeah, like an advanced humanoid. It, it makes sense it, it, in a weird way. It's, they don't. It makes sense crazy. for that for yeah. that world for the world. Yes, for the world, it makes sense. Okay, it's oh, it's fun. That's what I hear from people. That upgrade is really fun. Yeah. Oh, by the way, before we jump into this, um, do you remember we did escape plan? Yes, I do. Remember we were supposed to do it because of Escape Plan 2? Yeah. 
Escape Plan 2 came out straight to DVD. Oh, no. <laughs> but, but it has Stallone in it still. Okay. Because well, not, 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 not Schwarzenegger. Oh. No. Because remember, he left at the end. Yeah, but he could, I mean, a cameo at least. No, he's not in it. It's, it's him, Dave Batista, 50 Cent, and someone else. Batista, that's uh, Drax the Drax. Destroyer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it went straight to DVD, but Stallone's in it. Be- I, the reason I say that is because a lot of these action straight to DVD movies, like, you know, the Marine had John Cena. Yes. I think there's been four Marines, but only John Cena was in the first one. Okay. There, I, saw, I saw the first one. There's been three SWATs. Is that right? But Colin Farrell was only in the first one. All right. So they, they go just straight, just for name only. But it still got Stallone, though. I know. That's what I'm saying. It, that's, that's weird. That's good. That's good? Yeah, it's good. I'm I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah, no, For Stallone to go straight to DVD, that that can't be a good sign. Yeah, It's also on VOD. Okay. That's kind of okay. All right. That's that's the way the market's going now. Well, he's breaking into an even more super maximum security <laughs> prison. <laughs> and, and, he, and his team is even less aware of his decisions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So check out the archives for that one. Yeah. Okay. Independence Day Resurgence. The sequel no one asked for. I (laughs) Watching this, it makes you really appreciate the first Independence Day. Oh, yeah. Mainly because... The speech. The speech. (laughs) I still think about that speech, dude. That speech is still incredible. Yeah. I think it's the height of speeches in movies probably of all time. Could you imagine Trump giving that speech to inspire people? No, no. Believe me, we're going to win this war. Yeah. We have the best military out there. Oh, my God. Believe me, we will not go quietly into the night. Believe me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, believe me, the, uh, the, there's no real threat here. The only real threat here is, is me. I got a bigger button than anybody else. It's has. all fake news. So th- these aliens that you keep hearing about, no, they're just. The, I, that's why we're building a wall uh, to keep the aliens out. Uh. <laughs> All right. Can you imagine W giving that speech? No. <laughs> well, uh, uh, <laughs> we may uh, we may uh, go quietly in that. We're gonna go quietly tonight, but we, we can't get fooled again. I, I had this thought <laughs> as I was watching uh, this new one. And we'll get, there's a certain point in this movie where it, it came to mind, like, he's not the president that we deserve. <laughs> he's a, is he the president we he's need? He's the president we need. Even though he's not technically president uh-huh. anymore. He's still called Mr. President. Uh, Bill Paxton. That, that, Pull, <laughs> Pullman. 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 Damn it. <laughs> Paxton's game over, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Pull- Pullman is the uh, is, is the president that we need. So, <laughs> this is so we're jumping into. So the world is it's twenty years after the first Independence Day, right? And in this world, um, we uh, um, reverse engineered alien technology to create like hover planes, and we, we made up a, a every, utopia every, pretty much. Yeah, everything's fine. The, the whole world's getting along. There's no more wars. The UN. This movie should have been called Independence Day Exposition. <laughs> Because, man, almost every other scene is just like, here's what's happening in the past uh-huh. 20 years. Uh-huh. <laughs> just to catch you up on what's happening. Uh-huh. The, the <laughs> war, no, there's no more wars amongst nations. Right. Because everybody realized, holy shit, there's aliens. <laughs> They're trying to kill us. We should 
throw away. That's what he says in the speech. Throw away our petty differences. Yep. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, so they changed like the rules of like the world, like how the world governments are. Why don't you just make Pullman like president for life? Yeah. Well, apparently he's got a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's got what are they called the uh, the post alien uh, syndrome? P P P A post alien post alien. Distress sim- syndrome pads. Contact, post alien contact. Pack. I don't know. Pack is yeah, pack. Something. Yeah. Anyone who made contact with the alien has these like, yeah. these like psychic, like, like Professor X is drilling in your brain. Right. <laughs> yes. And you don't have the Magneto helmet on, so you're yeah. screwed. So in this world, it's, it's peace. They, we set up defense stations using alien technology on the moon and on one of Saturn's moons. So we got all okay. the so we got all the way out there. Good. As we should. Uh and in this world uh Celia Ward who's the uh the man in black's wife in Westworld. Right. She's the president. The president. Madam president. Madam president. She was also John Kimball's wife in The Fugitive. Oh, so, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't kill my wife. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I've always wanted to use that line on some like like please. Did you say I you need... used that recently or on a trip of some kind? Uh, I don't remember. Damn it. Or how about the next No, 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 it was my it was my line used. That thank you that was very helpful. Oh yeah, that's right. It was that one. <laughs> thank you. That's very helpful. Right. <laughs> Maybe like I'm playing magic and some guys like, "Oh no, I didn't mean to tap my mana." I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, so she's the she's the Madam President, and uh, it's the twenty year anniversary of the Battle of ninety six, right? Battle of nineteen ninety six, and uh, they're honoring everyone who had a hand in it. They bring out Bill Pullman. Yep. They bring out fucking Robert Loja, who was the general, uh, the old man general with the the grandpa from uh, uh, Over the Top. I don't even remember that. Yeah, he's 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 a general in in Independence Day. Okay, look up Robert Loggia, L O G G I A. They fucking wheeled him out. He died like three weeks after this like right? movie was filmed or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's right. He was the he was a hardcore general. Like, no, we got to nuke him. We got to yep. like uh-huh. everything we got. Yeah. Yep. They wheel him out. <laughs> the general so and so. He's just like I'm in a movie. <laughs> There's a, a commemoration for Will Smith. So uh, yeah, so Will Smith is not in this movie. Apparently, he died. He died testing one of the new alien planes. But the real story is, uh, <laughs> I said this in the Facebook the yep, pregame the Facebook. Pre-show. Right. He had two choices. He could either do this or. Suicide Squad. Which, which he, was, he was dead shot? He was dead shot in Suicide Squad. Right. So he went with Suicide Squad. The better choice of the two, but it's still not a good choice. Yeah. It's fine. This also came up in his career. He had a chance to be Neo in The Matrix. Yeah. But he did something else. Please don't tell me it was Hancock. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> I forgot what it was, but he, he had a choice. I think he did Ali. Oh, that was that was a much better choice then. Yeah. And Morpheus was supposed to be Sean Connery. Thank God. And he turned that down because he didn't, he didn't understand the script. 
Right. Oh, that was a uh, League League of Sword Gentlemen. Yeah. So he turned down that. He turned down Lord of the Rings. He's like, God damn it! I need a franchise. That's not his voice. <laughs> Sorry. Gosh, I need a franchise. That's nah, that's not any better. Damn it. Uh, they don't wheel out Jeff uh, uh, Goldblum because he's off. So apparently, uh, after the Battle of '96, this African country had ground had a ground battle for what what they say twenty for ten years with the, with the with the aliens. Yeah, it's it's like the head of the the African nation. His name's Dikembe. Right. He's the guy with the machetes. Real quick for the uh, Facebook audience, uh-huh. this, is, this is Robert Loggia. That's Robert Loggia. Yeah, there was a there was a question about who is Robert Loggia. He was a general from Independence Day, the first one. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, they uh, they had ground combat for, with these aliens for like ten years or something. I, I Isn't that what happened? Isn't that what he said? Uh, yeah, but I, I, no I, other country sent backup to help this poor little country I, out. I think what. What he might have meant was they were fighting to preserve the alien stuff. Like, because the alien landed there, the, uh-huh. uh, the ship, and it was like theirs. And people tried to come in to, like, maybe excavate it, and they're like, no, get out of here. So it was not maybe against the aliens, it was against giving up the research technology, maybe. Okay. That's the only way I could interpret it. Because otherwise, like, wait, so aliens were on Earth all this time? And yeah, they're just like, meh, that will kind of deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It seems weird. Yeah. So Jeff Goldblum goes to uh, this uh, African country and he meets with Dikembe and this. I guess she's a psychologist, psychiatrist. By the way, Dikembe, if anybody comes to try to like look at the ship, he says, "Not uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> in my house." Like the NBA player. Yes. So <laughs> Dikembe Mutombo joke. Have you ever heard Dikembe Mutombo talk? Yeah. I I am grateful to play in NBA. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. He had the Geico commercial. Yeah. Where he was blocking <laughs> yeah. people's stuff in the baskets. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh. So they go and they discover that the uh, the aliens, before they were defeated, they sent a distress call to their home world. Which I think uh, Jeff... Uh, Goldblum activates somehow. Yeah. They go in and he's like, oh, what's this button do? And oh, it, I, 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 I'm, uh, I'm just looking around. And, uh, uh, Man, he is Jeff Goldblum in this movie. <laughs> this is, he, he's not disappointed as uh-huh. Jeff Goldblum in this. But there's not a lot of them, though. No. He was more prominent in the first one. Oh, yeah. See, the, the thing I don't oh, like... He was younger and had black hair. <laughs> the, the thing I didn't like about this movie is that there's not like a focus on... It's just... There's just random stories happening all at the same time. So in the first Independence Day, yeah. it's Will Smith's story and Jeff Goldblum. It's like their story together. Right. But in here, it, it's, it's there's individuals that merge and become one. And it's their story when yes. they partner up, when they fly out. Right. But in this story, it, it's like no one's story. It's, it's they need the to give someone a story. I think it, uh, Will Smith's kid should have been like the, ma- the main focus. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he had the most uh, going for him as far as storyline goes. Yeah, uh, you got you got you got uh, Thor's brother that's kind of just like trying to prove something. Like that's what you could do without you and, and your uh, other fake brother. Uh, it, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot that didn't need to be there. Yes, for this to have done what it needed to do. By the way, if you haven't seen this movie, 
as long as you've seen the first one, you've pretty much seen this movie. It follows the same beats yeah. for the most part. But a lot less well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot less. Yeah. You've seen it better if you've seen the first one. Right. It's pretty much what we're saying. Yeah. So there's a and there's also a love story with the with the with the Japanese chick with the Chinese chick. Uh huh. There's a lot of Every, there's too many stories there, happening. There's, here. there's a lot of filler. There, yeah. there's, there's too many things. Like I, I think the plot was we need we need to make this movie again. Uh huh. And that's it. So let's throw in anything we can to just fill out the rest. This of This is like hour the this is like the um, Rocky Balboa fights Raging Bull. Right on the last page. Yeah. Now we got to write the story. Right. Uh, we have better technologies. So we can make the aliens look cooler. Uh-huh. So we need to build a story around that. Mm-hmm. And also build off that other franchise that was amazing. What do you got? Um, the Hemsworth Brothers. A bigger is, ship comes? He's fine. <laughs> that's right. like, yeah. That was the writer's pitch? Yeah. A, a bigger ship lands? <laughs> we, yeah, we, got, we got another attractive white guy and attractive black guy. They're, they're, they, they, can, they can be the semi-leads. Uh-huh. But we got to bring in the rest of the cast as well. Uh-huh. And we got Data. We got yes, uh, Brent Spiner makes his uh, return. Which I'm confused. I thought he died in Independence Day. Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently it was just a coma. He was, he was only partially dead, uh-huh. or, or mostly dead, uh, from uh, Princess Bride. You just need Billy Crystal to come bring him back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brent Spiner's come come back. Uh, a little crazy still. Not as crazy as he was in Master of Disguise. Which uh, oh, wow. almost almost ended the podcast. Yep. Uh, thanks to Sea Salt. I almost quit the show. I, I, know. I was so mad. I was I was genuinely. I worried. like hate watch that movie so bad. I know. After the show was over, I was talking to Maestro like, "Do you think he really might quit? <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna come back, right? You think he's coming back? <laughs> what episode was that? Let me look that up. Oh, man. Let me look up Master of Disguise. Yeah. Well, well I'll do that. Uh, Brent Spiner played the the. The scientist. Dr. Oaken. Who in in the first episode is the one that got held up against a glass saying, release me. No peace. Yeah, so he's been in a coma apparently for 20 years. He he woke up because there's some sort of alien activity happening again. Mm -hmm. Episode 92 was Master of Disguise. Mm. We were... After that, we did Captain America, the the, the, the shitty one. one. (laughs) And then, you you know what was driving me? The 100th face-off episode. Oh, thank God. I was like, I can't quit before face-off. No. Thank God. <laughs> and you just, you just power through. Well done. Uh-huh. Well done, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Brent, Brent Spiner wakes up. There's so many things of, happening yeah. in the story. Uh, apparently. He, he wakes up. So apparently, so there, so on the Earth, moon, on the moon space defense, this spherical ship shows up. And Jeff Goldblum's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not the same aliens as the ones we fought. Right. It's a different design on the ship. How do we know that that, that this isn't a new race? Yeah, and- our aliens were, were saucer. This one's more like a P <laughs> uh, shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, uh, you, you can't, you can't, you can't uh, destroy that because it's not this. It's not, uh, it's not the same person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You do much better golden than I do. Uh, you just kind of go. Add, add, uh, yeah. You just kind of add that between words. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, every general with the president is like, shoot her down, yeah. shoot him down. 
Absolutely. Now's your chance. Shoot him down. And Jeff Goldblum's like, no, if you shoot it down, you could be starting a war with an entirely new species. Right. So the president, she's just like, all right, all right fire. <laughs> she's like, fuck it, fire. <laughs> Boom. They hit this thing. It goes, it crashes. So they got to investigate the ship. So Liam Hemsworth takes like a, what is it? Like a... It's not a ship. It's like it's like a fucking it's a trans. It's like a crater. <laughs> what is what's the word I'm looking for? Construction something. Uh, it's like a tugboat, pretty much. Yeah. But then they call something else a tug, which is weird. Anyway, he flies down. He picks up Jeff Goldblum. Right. And the African guy wants to go against commander's orders. You can't leave base because you're grounded uh-huh. for saving our lives after almost ruining us. <laughs> it's very weird. Uh huh. And then they go up to the ship. And what happens here? A lot of this movie is very forgettable. I saw this movie two days ago, and I forgot most of it. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> uh, they they get to the ship. Uh, they find, the round ship. They find the orb inside of it. Uh, Brent Spiner touches. No, no, some other guy. No. The some the, the some sort of slack job. Uh, I think he's a publicist. I don't know what his job oh, is. Oh, dude. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> this guy reminded me of the that guy in The Rock. Who worked? Who was like the the White House press secretary? Remember, uh, Ed Harris was like, "Identify yourself." Oh, I'm secretary of of staff, so and so. And Ed Harris like puts him in his place. Yeah, give me somebody else. To talk to. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he. That's who he reminded me of. Okay, that kind of guy. All right, like some Weasley, like White House aide. Also, the uh, the same guy, same basic guy the, from the Negotiator, who Samuel Jackson is first trying to talk to. Like, who is this guy? What are you doing here? Yeah. That was a fun movie. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so they get to an orb. Uh, the little publicist guy who's kind of just like a, a he's, he's he's there for the ride. I'm not sure what he's there for. Yeah. He, he touches the orb. The orb comes alive. Like ah, oh, think it's sucking me in. Nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess we'll move on. Oh wait a minute. That's like way down the road. Is it? Who See, cares? I it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Pretty much, they get the thing from the orb. And then they come back to Earth, but when they're on their way back to Earth, the bigger alien ship arrives, and it's as big as the Atlantic Ocean, right? And three thousand kilometers, something like that. It's huge, and just it has its own gravity, which is impossible because if you have your own gravity, no, if if you have your own gravity and you come to Earth, which has its own gravity. I feel like something's going to happen there where one of them oh, cancels yeah, yeah. each other out. Mm, but it, mm. who cares? It's a dumb alien movie. This thing lands. It's creating these giant waves. Goldblum's dad is on a boat in the Atlantic the Ocean trying to <laughs> beat the wave. Because his book tour didn't do so well. So uh-huh. he goes on his boat to cook things. Uh-huh. Basically, what we find out is that there's this alien race. has an, There's another alien race that is trying to extinguish it. Mm-hmm. And that's these orb people. Which... In a way, uh, based on the pre-show that we talked about, they're kind of AI. Yeah. They, they've uploaded their consciousness to a digital medium. Mm-hmm. So they're no longer physical beings. They are computers. Yes. Uh, and these computers are now trying to fight this alien war uh, against the aliens that we saw from the first mm-hmm. uh, Independence Day. Uh, not the xenomorphs, but the xenomorphy. Yeah. What, I, remember when I, f- I remember when that movie first came out, I was like, that's a xenomorph. For the most part, like its tentacles and its, it's body got, it's armor. It's got a wider head. Uh-huh. It's not so round. It's, it's, it's kind of like a predator, uh, <laughs> a xenomorph mixture. Yeah. Well, the, the mother, the alien, this alien mother fucking. That was a queen, right? Yeah. That, that looks like the xenomorph queen. That was definitely out, a queen. Outside of her exosuit. Yeah. With extra tentacles. Yeah. But 
other than that, it was it was a goddamn queen. Yeah. So this thing lands and pretty much he opens his face to have another face come out. <laughs> like the scene. <laughs> All right. Uh, so pretty much it's um we can just jump wherever. Pretty much it doesn't this matter. This ship is here for revenge. Also to suck out our core which is their which fuels source. their ships which allows them to go to other planets to do the same thing. Right. It, it, if if you need a uh, energy source to power your ship, Earth sounds great. The sun's right there. Would that not be a greater power source? I I don't think you can get to the sun though. That's pretty powerful. Uh, we saw a Green Lantern <laughs> a few weeks ago. Remember the the phalanx? Yeah. What, what the fuck was that thing called? The parallax? Uh, yeah. Couldn't that thing couldn't handle the sun? So I don't think these things can. Uh, I'm just saying, if you need an energy source. There's better places to get it. So we're, we're, we find out through the orb later in the movie that this thing is here to suck out our molten core to power their ships to keep going to other planets. Right. So they retconned back to the first movie that ship that uh, was shot down, that um, that uh, fucking Randy Quaid blew himself up yeah. to sacrifice himself. Right. That ship was there to – it started digging into the earth – no, it wasn't that one. It was no, the African it was one. A different ship. The, it was the, the African one. The one, one. in uh, Dukembe's, uh Yeah, his part of the, yeah. yeah. So they retconned that that one ship was digging, and then because they blew up one of the ships, the 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 the, the fucking the, the one in ship. outer space, yeah. they blew that up, yeah. which caused all of them to shut down. Right. So they retconned that. So that means the next time you watch Independence Day, there's a ship somewhere digging. Did you think that was happening when you saw no, the movie originally? It, no, it, no it, it doesn't make sense. It wasn't there. It wasn't there. It doesn't make sense. No. But there was a lot happening. I mean, everybody was freaking out, looking to the U.S. for support. Oh, beep, 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 right, beep. Right. It's the Americans. Well, it's about bloody time. Yeah. Thank God they saved their ass again. Thank- <laughs> it's, fine, it's, fine. it's about time they paid us back for that Eiffel Tower. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Statue of Liberty. Damn it. That was a gift from the French. There's a good joke on The Simpsons where Lisa <laughs> goes to a fortune teller and she th- tells the fortune teller tells her future. It's when she gets married to that British guy, okay, who's voiced by Hugh Grant and uh, <laughs> Hugh Grant, Homer and Hugh Grant go to Moe's Tavern and it, this is again this is down the road in the future and Moe goes British, huh? Well, we saved your ass in World War Two and he goes and we saved your ass in World War Three. He goes, all right, free beer. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's the whole vibe. The whole oh, the Americans came up with something great. Now the world's going to be saved because they're Americans. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. So when the ship lands, everyone who has a telepathic link to the aliens wakes up or they start having the, ah, yeah. it's Pullman. Oaken wakes up from his dead coma. Yep. And then the African guy the also Dikembe. can right. uh, communicate is with real, him. Is his name really Dikembe? Yeah, that's his character's name, okay. Dikembe. That's how I remember it. Okay. Because, because of, of Dikembe. That, basketball. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Dikembe Mbatu. Mbutu? That's fine. Would that have been too much if he, in the scene where he chops up, chops down the alien, if he went, ah. ah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. It would have been fitting for the movie. Uh-huh. So, Jesus, all these <laughs> timelines. Okay, so so the, the, the one of the ships comes down. Uh, we got uh, Thor's brother uh, and Will Smith's son. They fly into the ship now uh, because that's the only way. They, they're not penetrating the shields. So, oh, oh, okay. So they're coordinating a plan. Right. So they're like, all right, what's the plan? Okay, we get our ships, but then we have bombers. 
So this is similar to the beginning of The Last Jedi. The, the bombers have to bomb the, the, right. the, the yes. First Order ship. All right. Protect the bombers by any means necessary. So they're going, taking head, heavy, heavy, heavy fire. Oh, nothing's working. Nothing's working. It's just like the first movie. Yeah. I guess they didn't learn from the first movie. They only had 20 years. I mean, come on. Come on, break. Uh-huh. Oh, there's an opening of the ship. Let's just go in there. <laughs> they'd have the front door open. What about the assholes? <laughs> Let's go. What are the odds they'd, have, they'd leave something open for us? So, so, this, so th- this is that little kid from the first movie, right? The black. The, uh, yeah, well, yeah, this yeah. is that little kid with the backwards hat. He's grown up as a pilot now, right? right? Okay. Oh, by the way, Vivica Fox is in the movie for two scenes. She's a doctor, right? In the first one, she was a stripper. You've heard the stories of oh, I'm oh, just yeah, I'm right. dancing to put my way through college. She actually did it. Apparently, that's a fact. That's a real thing. She actually did it. She's right. a real doctor now. Well done. And Where's she- the dog, by the way? <laughs> There's no mention of the dog in this entire movie. That's right. It survived the first inning attack, and then what? It, it, maybe, maybe it's still waiting by Will Smith's grave. <laughs> Dogs loyal that way. So yeah, Vivica Fox is in here just so they can kill off uh, the rest of. Uh, they, they pretty much the, kill the off family. everyone from the first movie, yeah, for the most part. Uh, yeah, yeah, they basically do. Uh huh. So they, uh, so she dies. Well, they got to continue the franchise without yeah. the extra baggage. You mm-hmm. see, for the third, it's like Star Wars. Movies. You got to kill off Han and. Yep. Luke and Leia, you yep. gotta kill them all off. We gotta continue. We can't. We can't have them holding us back. That means Chewie's gonna go down at some point. Mm, he's fine because he, he can't age out. Oh, because <laughs> if you did, you watch Solo. Oh no, I asked you that no. earlier. Solo, you find out he's like two hundred oh, years yeah, old no. or something. Yeah, I, I know that he's an old, old, old creature. Uh, therefore, that's why you keep him around. Uh, you can't. The humans they age out. Yeah, so they, you gotta get rid of them. Solo, do you want to know what the stupidest part of Solo is? All right. Uh, so him and Daenerys Targaryen are leaving the planet. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting she's in that. Yeah, they're 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 trying to leave the planet, and okay. then uh, the bad guys capture her. So he's like, "I'm gonna come back for you." So the Empire people, the Empire soldiers, are looking for Han Solo. Okay. So they have a recruitment office, like an uh, army recruitment center. All so right. he goes up to the guy and goes, "I want to I want to recruit and join the Imperial Navy." And the guy goes, "Name Han, and your species, your people's name." Uh, I don't have any. You're by yourself? And he goes, yeah. Hmm. I'll call you Han Solo. Uh, the no. theater I was in, all of them had that uh, reaction. Come on. So my friend was texting me. He's like, oh, yeah. I can't wait to see the movie where you find out how Yoda gets his cane. Or I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. What? <laughs> so now when you watch Star Wars... Any of them, Han Solo, it's going to be, hmm, Han Solo. Oh, my God. I feel, I feel like I've told it before, but there was a Family Guy episode where... Uh, <laughs> I, know, I know exactly yeah, what you're Peter Griffin's uh, he's at a restaurant of some kind, uh-huh. and uh, like uh, he's trying to come up with a fake name. He looks around, looks at somebody's plate, there's a P. See somebody crying. Tear. And then a griffin flies by. Griffin. Griffin. Peter Peter Griffin. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) But that's how it is in movies. Like, ah, what's your name? Candy Phone Light. Candy Phone Light. That's right. My name is Mike. Mike Monitor. (laughs) 
Anyway, so, oh, there's an opening. Let's just all fly in. So they fly in, and um, they. I knew where this. I knew where they were going with this. Oh, look down there! It's a whole ecosystem. Right. I, I knew they were going to be down there at some point. By the way, here's another, here's another Star Wars reference. Um, it's a trap. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they fly in. Uh, apparently, they got baited in by the queen somehow. Yeah. Uh, for what purpose? Still not sure. Fly in, and um, they're like, "All right." We got to. Uh, I mean, meanwhile, Pullman's down the floor. Like they know you're coming. They know you're coming. Oh yeah, you. because he's yeah. like psychically. He's the one saying it's a trap. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, they know you're there. All right, sit down. Because his daughter is dating uh, Liam Hemsworth, Thor. Thor's brother. younger brother. Yeah, right, Loki. Uh huh. Little Thor. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wrong movie. Um, yeah, and she's also a pilot. She was in the same pilot academy with. Uh, Will Smith Jr. <laughs> yeah, and Thor Jr. Jeez. But she quit being a uh, pilot for whatever reason. Anyway, they're in there, and it's a trap, and um, they start firing on them. Oh, you gotta, you gotta manually trigger the 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 bombs. Don't let us die for nothing. So the spaceship sends out these little flower things that stick to the bombs, and poof, the bombs go off. Nope, it's contained in a little, its own little force field. So they're falling, they escape, and they're in their little they're in this ecosystem. I don't know why the ship has breathable air for humans or water or plants. It's fine. <laughs> in We're, Area 51. It might advance a plot. In Area 51, Area 51 that we saw from the first movie is now like uh, the I guess the main hub for defense or something. That's where the president, yeah. Madam President is. So it's not so much a secret anymore. It's it's now, hey, we're cool. Cuz that's where the the big ship that's where the big battle in 96 was. Right. So everybody knows about it, I guess. There's a scene okay. where you find out that in Area 51, they're keeping aliens locked up as prisoners. Yeah. Why are they still in their exosuits that make them powerful? Oh. Rip those fucking things off and leave them in their little jelly forms. Interesting. Yeah, the, the, the little smaller aliens with the giant obsidian eyes. I'm going to lock up Iron Man with his full Iron Man suit in this prison. No. That's not good. No. You put Tony Stark in yeah, prison. Yeah, why are they... I didn't even think about that. Holy Christ. <laughs> yeah, there's one shot where it's like, it's like a fucking yeah, they, security they, they, camera they got the tentacles Yeah, they got the tentacles around. going. Oh, come on. That's just, that's just bad planning. Because when this plan goes bad, Pullman's like, I, I'm the only one who could talk to these things. So he puts himself in the prison cell, and he's got his whole neck choked up. It's yeah. like, the mother is coming. Oh, this is before the... Who cares? Timeline's off. Ta- there's so matter. many things happening here. Who cares? Pullman is communicating with them. Again, they have the full suit on. I don't know why. It's not like it's hard to get him out of the suit. This is like is Hannibal it? Lecter being locked up with like a knife. Yeah. Well, basically, in, in the first movie, we found out that, first of all, the exoskeleton is fragile enough that you can get punched in the face <laughs> and welcome knock to out. Earth. Yeah, the welcome to Earth. Yeah, welcome to And then a scapula. Uh, a, a scalpel. scalpel. Can easily cut him open. Yeah. So... What's the, what's the deal here? I guess that got redcon too. Yeah, it's fine. Didn't happen. So then the Madam President gets blown up, or yeah, aliens get released, or and they go to her. Yeah, and uh, she's a they don't actually show that she's dead. They just assume that she's dead. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're dead. Yeah. So, so a- aliens land where she is, and all everybody else that matters in the government in the chain of command. Right. So now William Fickner. <laughs> Who's like this Air Force general? He's the next in line 
sworn in. So I, I actually looked up the secession of to be president. It's president, vice president, speaker of the house, senate majority leader, and then from there it's like five star general. It, it's like the FDA head. It's like it's like oh heads of stuff like that, and then you start going to military. So like thirty people died. So like, <laughs> so, then, so like the head of the FDA was in that room with the president <laughs> during this. <laughs> Maybe the laws changed in the past twenty I, years since I, aliens. It came must around. have. So now William Fichter is the president. They sw- they swear him in. Which which like uh, he, he's always a bad guy too. In, in most cases, is he not? He's, he's slimy of some kind. Yeah, in some roles he's a good guy. Some roles he's a bad guy. He's the asshole guard in uh, the Longest Yard. He's the quarterback of the yep, guards. That's right. But then he turns around at the end. He tells Adam Sandler, "Oh, I'll, I'll yeah. testify." But too little, too late. Yeah, I know. Just anyway, an all right. <laughs> so now they got to come up with a plan. Uh, they realized, oh shit, there's a queen in there. Yeah, I think, and, and, and because the AI person told us, like, hey, now that oh, I'm yeah. activated, I'm the activated, coming now. for me. And Jeff Goldblum, in, in in the worst delivery, I think ever possible. Like, well, if they're uh, if they're looking for you, then then maybe we can set a trap, just like she did. <laughs> That's a Goldblum delivery, spot on. And and it was like so dramatically said, like what? <laughs> it was it was it was too dramatic. Uh-huh. Just like they got us. <laughs> All right. So that's that's the plot now. Now the, we, we we're gonna take the RF signals that are coming off of this alien thing, recreate them on another place, uh, uh, an old Humvee basically, and we're gonna send it out to the desert, and then we're gonna cold fusion bombs up their ass. That, that's, that's, that's the whole plan now. Uh, but even one guy says, like, the RF frequencies that are coming off there are, are just alien. They're, they're just strong. Like, we got it. Believe me. It's fine. Believe me. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We got, what, two minutes? Got it. <laughs> it's fine. It'll be, these will be the best RF signals you've ever seen. It'll be so accurate. <laughs> oh, we've got to mention the pirates. The pirates. The guys oh, in the yes. submarine. <laughs> These guys. This is James Cameron's crew <laughs> out in the ocean. <laughs> they're trying to. Uh, they're trying to get hundred million dollars of gold off of a sunken ship. Right. It's called the Titanic. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, and then like, hey, aliens are aboard, or they're they're coming into space. Get out of here. We're not leaving anything. What? Yeah. Look at look in the sky. Oh, there's a giant thing up there, and this is where we see the, uh, Jeff Goldblum's dad also. Speedy. Yeah. So they're by the molten dig site from the alien spaceship. Right. So they're the only ship in the area, their little submarine. And the and the they they raid them in like, oh, the government uh wants us to to keep track of, of how much time is left before the core gets breached. Ah, Talib will do it for a hundred million dollars. They said yes. <laughs> yeah. They're all getting drunk. It's like, hey, we just lost a bunch of money. Who cares? Uh by the way, if if they're if they're <laughs> Digging <laughs> through the ocean into the earth. Wouldn't yeah, would something the has, pool, yeah. How are, how's the submarine just kind of just chilling there? I don't know. Unaffected by the currents. I don't know. By the whirlpool, the giant digging machine, they're fine. Maybe, uh, who cares? It doesn't matter. Is is a small role that they're playing even just to say, hey. And they have seven hours to go, but then out of nowhere, oh, shit, you only have one hour. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. 
I think they were like, we need to end this fucking movie yeah, faster right. than we thought. Yeah, I, I think they maybe uh, misread the strength of the laser <laughs> that the aliens were sending. Uh-huh. It was not sending them out of their little uh, orbiting pattern in the mm-hmm. ocean. So it turns out we got like seven minutes or something. Fine. Who cares? Yeah. Moving on. So the decoy... Um, so they're gonna. So they said someone someone has to manually release the, the trigger the bomb. Right. So we need someone to sacrifice themselves. So here comes Pullman. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. Well, first his daughter's like, "Hey, I got it," and then she goes, "No, you don't. I got it. This is the role I was meant to play. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm the president. You need not the one you deserve. This is this is, a, this, is this is like yes, yes. That is damn it. That's the way a president should be. Uh huh. He's not even president anymore. He's still like. <laughs> I'll take it all. I'll take it all for all of you. Uh-huh. I already blessed you once with an amazing speech. Now I'm going to bless you twice. <laughs> By saving your ass. Yes, right. With the self-sacrifice. So the sphere is in the base of whatever base they are. Yeah. Because I think it was... I think it's Area 51. But wasn't that taken over? I don't know. Whatever. Whatever base they're in, <laughs> that's yeah. where the sphere is going to be. Yeah. So, so uh, Bill Pullman's going to fly the rinky-dinky ship. The cold fusion bombs. The, that has the cold fusion bombs. Yeah. So the tug, they call it a tug. Yeah, the tug. So he's gonna fly the tug, and he fly. He uh, asks his daughter, "Cover me to fucking so I can get in the ship." Goes in the ship, and the queen is like as big as the fucking ship. It's like half the size of the ship. Right. He sees the queen, and he goes, "Happy Fourth of July!" Yeah. Boom. On behalf of everybody in the world, on behalf of Earth, Happy Fourth of July. Even though this is an American holiday, I was, I was about but, to say. but, but now in the speech in the speech. Ironic that it's on the 4th of July, yes. and you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not That's from right. tyranny, not from oppression or persecution, but from annihilation. Yes. So I think now the world celebrates the it's whole a, Now it's a world holiday. holiday. Now it is. You're damn right. So he kills himself. Nope. She's got a, uh, a shield, She's got her force own. field on her, too. That, that was dumb. Mm-hmm. Didn't like it. So the, the point is, uh, if we destroy this queen... We're going to stop the drilling. It's a hive mind. Right. Everything mind. will fall. So we're going to explode this giant bomb, but we're going to contain it with our own force field that we've been using to protect ourselves on that one area. Mm-hmm. Fine. It explodes. Drilling doesn't stop. Ships don't stop flying. Uh-huh. Why isn't it happening? Uh, we killed her. She's dead, right? Everything's right. And uh, was, was it? Uh, he's like, Goldblum, uh, I think it's safe to say... We got her. <laughs> cool. No. And then she emerges. Oh, she's got her own force field. Holy Christ. We didn't see that coming at all. Uh-huh. So now the whole thing is uh, we got to get her. But Brent Spiner's downstairs being a dick. Like, I just got questions for the orb. Yeah. Gotta he's like obsessed the orb. with the orb. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the orb. Turns it on. Uh, oh, she's coming for us now. Aliens start coming down. They start attacking. Because the queen now sense that, oh, shit, the sphere's over there. Yeah. So she starts running over there. This is a giant, like, Godzilla-sized alien. Yes. Huge. And now all the alien ships are now circling. Uh, They're creating a, a, a pattern, yeah, uh, like, like a shield. Yeah. Oh, uh, Will Smith Jr. and Thor Jr., they stole ships from inside the big ship. Oh, right. So they're caught in the pattern. Oh, if you overthrow the, if you put the, the fusion drive, the fusion drive to max, it'll spin out. Whatever. This is uh, weird science, but it's fine. So they spin out. They kill some ships, and then everyone's trying to kill the the queen. 
they exit the orbit somehow, so they're not part of the hive mind anymore. They got control back of their ships. Mm-hmm. So as in a controlled fall, uh, or falling with style, like Toy Story would say, uh, <laughs> now they're trying to kill the queen as they're plummeting to the earth. But then once they get down low enough, they get control of the ships again so that they can start maneuvering. I, th- I thought it was like just a, this is death dive. That's yeah. the way I took it. That's what in- I took it. Engines are off. We're dead. Coming down, shooting. But then at a certain point, like, pull up. Oh, I guess that works. <laughs> I guess we can pull up. Uh-huh. We're not dying the way we thought we were. So all the ships that are left, like the, the Earth ships, yep. fire everything you have on the queen. They're shooting at the queen. Uh, and then the queen Pullman's gets, daughter does a thing. She j- I don't know how this breaks the force I don't know. Field. I don't know she what just, she did. She just keeps firing... And she, I guess she, she got the so much point. damage. Yeah, her shield went down. It was it was like one of those uh, shooting video games. Like you got to shoot here and here uh-huh. to, <laughs> in order to make damage. It was like Time Crisis or Jurassic Park, whatever video games in, in at the arcades. These are the weak points, and she got it. Uh huh. And then the, she's down. Hit her with everything you got. But force feels down. But I ran out of ammo, so uh-huh. somebody else got to finish the job. Just like her dad. Does anybody have any missiles left? Yeah. I'm coming, Mr. President. Yeah. Oh, Randy yeah. Quaid. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> See how good that first movie is? God damn it. That's fun. <laughs> so the alien queen breaks through whatever base, steals the orb. No, you got to shoot her down. They shoot her down. Um, they fucking kill her. She drops the orb. And then Brent Spiner communicates with the sphere again, saying, oh, yeah. they want to recruit us to go to that weird planet. They want us to fight their war for them. They have all the technology, the weapons. Oh, they have so many weapon technologies. Yeah. I like them so much better as Data when he had no emotions. Because, <laughs> man, too many emotions. Uh-huh. Between, between this and, and the Master, uh, of Disguise. Master of Disguise, he's better <laughs> without emotions as an actor. Although there's a few episodes where he plays Lore, his his twin data brother and the creator. The, even then, I'm like, all right, let's dial back the emotions of my brother. <laughs> so they're setting up a third movie where we go to this planet, this uh, refugee planet, to fight yep. more aliens. So we didn't kill them all this time? No, th- it was just one of the queens. It was uh, one of the queens that we killed. Oh, because the sphere said it's impossible to kill uh, whatever harvester queen right. or something, so there's more of them. Oh, they killed one, apparently, so it's not yeah. impossible. Yeah. Uh, this all-being, uh, all-knowing orb uh. thing is wrong. But they're, they're trying to set up a franchise. Nope. It's not going to happen. Well, what's sad is it probably will happen. Because they're going to run out of ideas Yeah, even more down the another, road. Another 20 years. <laughs> And we'll have an Independence Day uh, insurgents. <laughs> or now we're fighting. Uh huh. This movie sucked, dude. That's basically it. This that's, movie that's, that's, that's the whole movie, right? <laughs> so, I saw this movie two days ago. I don't remember. I'm just pat- patching stuff yeah. from memory. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not good. It was, it was too. It was too forced. It's like they. I think they wanted to make this movie more than they were able to make it. Uh-huh. Like we we got to do it. We got to do it. It's been twenty years. It's going to be great. Can we hire writers? No. <laughs> Can we hire actors? We can get one of the Thors. Yeah. 
Is oh, you it, know Stubbs from Westworld? That's his, we can get his brother. Yeah. <laughs> it was forced. It was a forced movie. And for 20 years, that's really shitty to be forced like this. Yeah. If you were going to make a sequel, because Independence Day was like the biggest movie that year. Yeah. If you're going to make a sequel, it should be within two, three years of the first one. What probably happened was like the riots expired at a certain point. People that owned it were like, we can't make a sequel. We, we, we hit gold the first time. Uh-huh. You no don't more. fuck it up. And then eventually somebody bought the rights. Like, all right, now we're doing it. Uh, I think the original creators, although you said it was the same director guy? It's the same director, yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean like he didn't write the story. Or okay, anything. right. Yeah. So he did the best he could. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Yeah, this movie sucks, dude. It's real bad. Not enough uh, gold bloom. Yep. Could have done with more gold bloom. Uh, gold bloom's dad didn't need to be there. I mean, I like him, but his storyline was pointless. Pullman, he, he wasn't used well. No, Nothing was used the way it should have been used. Yeah. Like I, I said, there's too many things happening all over the place. Yeah. Like it's it's their story. Their story, their story, their story. Back to their story, their story, their stories. Back to their story. It sh- it should have just been like Will Smith's son, make it his story. Yeah, and then he meets with Jeff Goldblum. We don't need him to have conflict with Hemsworth. Yeah, we don't. We don't need Hemsworth to have be married. We don't need Hemsworth sidekick to want uh, the Chinese, the Chinese chick. girl. Mm-hmm. We don't need uh, Goldblum's dad in there. Uh, Brent Spiner, he's fine. He didn't need to have a love interest. He didn't have to be married to a dude. Yeah, I feel like that was like a studio note. Like, is there a way he could be gay so we can please? Uh, yeah, the LGBTQ community because it's really like forced. Like, now listen here, babe. Yeah, it's like really forced. Every, everything was forced. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think anybody wanted to be there. Mm-mm. And based on based on the acting styles, also it's kind of like a. Eh. I think Hemsworth was trying to like, and and uh, Will Smith's uh, son. They, I think they were trying to make something of themselves. Like, I think they took it the most seriously out of anybody else in this movie. Yeah, everybody else was just kind of like, whatever. Goldblum's like, yeah, I already did this twenty years ago. Yeah, <laughs> he was better in Ragnarok. Yeah, and and that's and that's I think saying a lot. No, no, Ragnarok was fine. He was he was the best part of Ragnarok. I thought the Thor movie. That's on Netflix now. I saw it. Yeah. I, I liked I, I, it. I, yeah. It's good. But, but, okay. The complaint I always have about the Ragnarok is it's a great movie, but it's not a Thor movie. You're right. Thor is a character. You said he changed, he somehow dramatically changed yeah. between two movies. Yeah. I liked it as a movie, but not as a Thor movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Charlotte Hale, she's in that movie too. From oh, Westworld, yeah. she's Valkyrie. She's, she's drunk. <laughs> that was fun. She was uh-huh. just fun. falling off the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Oh, man. The- so the movie's over. Movie's over. Yeah. When this movie ended, I was like, wow. That, that was a waste of my time. This was not a it happened. It was no... It was a how did this happen? Yeah. How did this happen? <laughs> Why did this happen? Yeah. Uh, so closing thoughts. No, do you have any? It, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't need, need to be. It didn't need to happen. We were fine with the we were Independence fine. Day that we had. You didn't have to go back to the Independence Day world. No. 
And now this is part of, like, this is canon now. Everything in here is canon. Yeah. So th- it's so there's an African nation that's being dug into, and Oaken never died. If you made it this far into the podcast without having watched the movie yet, don't. Yeah, don't watch the movie. Well, that was our opinion of the movie, but like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews, Adam? Start with the good, so we end with the bad. Okay. <laughs> Kenneth Duran of the LA Times says, IDR, so instead of ID4, oh. it's IDR, okay. moves right along at the rapid clip essential for a story whose general outline is known from the get-go. What actually happens on screen is less important than that it unfolds really, really fast. I don't get it. You know what? It was also very predictable. Yes. The whole movie is like, oh. That, this is going to lead to this. Yeah. This is going to lead to this. Like right when he said, oh, look, they got their own ecosystem down there. You knew that they're going to be down there at one point. E- everything was kind of like a, hey, you got it? You uh-huh. got you, Did you see what we were going to do with that? Oh, you didn't see that coming. <laughs> yes. Yes. We all, we all saw that coming. Uh-huh. Uh, you did not. The foreshadowing is. is... Right. Uh, Leslie Felperin. Of the Hollywood Reporter says the main thing consumers will be looking for from Resurgence is bang for your buck entertainment and that it delivers reasonably successfully. No, false. Liar. He's a liar. <laughs> Finally, Guy Lodge of Variety says Independence Day Resurgence delivers swiftly and generously when it comes to the goods most viewers will have come for. The time honored joys of blowing stuff up in set pieces that escalate dizzyingly in size and context. <laughs> That doesn't sound very good. Bad reviews. Peter Travers of Rolling Stone says, The only thing resurgent in this humorless alien mess is Hollywood's passion to charge us more and deliver less. (laughs) Okay. Colin Covert of the Minneapolis Star Tribune says, Independence Day Resurgence is a dull, brainless sequel, representing how sadly major studio film quality has declined in their intervening two decades and how gullible the makers think audiences have become. Yeah. And finally, Richard Roper. Uh, the only reason I saw it was because uh, it was like, yeah, it's Independence Day. Mm-hmm. It took me a while, but I still, I was still pulled in by. But the, there's still a part of you that's like, how the fuck are they going to do this? I didn't care, but I was still curious. And I felt like the graphics were better in the previous one. Yeah, because they were more practical. Because they blew up a mini White House. Oh yeah, that that too. But the aliens, I think, look better in the first one as yeah. well. Yeah, second one was it was it was too. It was too much like a, like a xenomorph. Yeah. The, fir- the first one, I feel like they pulled it off uh, like, that's oh, close, but it's not the same thing. This one was like, no, that queen's the queen. Yeah. That is the same exact queen that we saw. And uh, the final bad review is from Richard Roper of the Ch- Chicago Sun-Times. I think this excerpt pretty much sums up this movie. Okay. Well, that was unnecessary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Roper for the win. And now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show where we make Adam, in this case... Guess the score of the movie's Rotten Tomato score. For those of you on the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, let's do the critics first. Okay. I'm gonna How go, low will yeah, you go? No kidding. I, I want to say 30-ish. But I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go 20, 22. 22 for the critics. 
thirty percent. Oh, okay. And now the audience. Interesting. Because it took twenty years to make this, I'm I'm, I'm worried that people didn't see the first one that saw the second one. So you're talking about like a hipster nineteen year old like who's never seen the first one, like man, this movie's awesome, right? They, they don't they don't they don't know the first speech. Yes. They don't know the first movie at all. <laughs> they're coming in, there's like Independence Day Resurgence. What's that about? Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. He sounds familiar. He's been in things. He's in Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. And and Hemsworth. Come on. Uh huh. So they're gonna be like, oh, this is great, without anything to compare it to, and that's. <laughs> I'm gonna be upset by the number. I'm sure. Uh I I would give it a seventeen. However, because uh, the uh, stupidity <laughs> of the uh, New York Police Department, no, uh, no, is that most <laughs> from sixteen blocks? No, that was uh. The Hard Three. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'll give it a 27. 30%. The scores are the exact same. <laughs> At least it's low. At least yeah. it's low. Uh-huh. Okay. That is That has to be because of the people that haven't seen the first movie. Maybe. For any reason. Or maybe it's people... It's like... The newer generation of how you think about like any movie before 1990. I don't like the oh. way it looks. Oh, this one looks way better than the other one. It's like yeah. a newer generation of people like that. I don't know. By the way, I forgot to mention the they play the speech and the parts of the speech in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, as a way to get us in. You're like, oh, yeah, the like, speech. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then there's a speech that he tries to give the general guy that took over, who's the new president. Yeah, it was no, no. It might have been a good speech had I never heard the first speech, <laughs> but having heard that one, it was it was real bad. How how much before I go to the next uh, segment? How much? How close could Trump get to that speech? Like, if you gave him the words, could he pull it off to inspire people? No, no. The, the, the way that he speaks, it would come across condescending. <laughs> <laughs> which which is not supposed to, I mean it's supposed to be give you like inspiration. Uh-huh. I, I can't I can't see him inspiring. Cuz he, he he he's very good at like dividing uh-huh. uh inspiring. I I don't I don't see that happening. Cuz cuz one part of the speech is, and once again fitting that it, today is the 4th of July and you will once again be fighting for for our freedom. Yeah. How would he make that condescending? You're going to have to fight for the freedom of the people who are the real news, like he would do stuff like that, I, right? I, I just I can't even see him making anything <laughs> eloquent to the level of of, a, of Bill Pullman. It would almost be like a, hey, don't worry about it, we got it. It's not about hey, you guys have to fight for us. It's like we already won, okay. You, uh, they don't know yet. We're going to go up there. Yeah. We're going to bomb them. They don't know yet, but we already won. Uh, <laughs> it's just a matter of time before they understand it and they realize that we already did win and that they were inferior to us because we are the best. We are the best. Yeah, it wouldn't be inspiring. It would be gloating. It would be pre-gloating uh-huh. instead of inspiring. <laughs> okay. I would love to hear it. I would love to hear him give the speech like verbatim, like word for word, how he would deliver it. Man. 
I would love to see that'd, that. That'd be a great video if we can get one of those. Uh, if we can get Alec Baldwin or something, yeah, somebody to try to, to just just to fake it. Uh-huh. Oh, that'd be brilliant. Uh, Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. He's been, <laughs> he's been a lot of the movies we've done, and since we love him, decided to ask what role would Giamatti have had in this movie. Oh, you could take out maybe Brett Spiner. But he was from the first one. That's that's tough to do. Maybe his husband. Yeah, Chris Barnes' husband might work, or you can make him the general who becomes president. I, I had that thought as well. Uh, may, maybe uh, not as age appropriate, but uh, Hemsworth's uh, his sidekick. His sidekick, <laughs> yeah, that'd be perfect. Oh, or that little White House press secretary guy. Like, oh, oh yes, what yes. does this do? Perfect. That's <laughs> yes, perfect. That's right. Yes, that's it. That is it. There's no age requirement for that. He could be the same guy always. That'd be great. He activates the orb. I'm keeping this gun, oh, I'm, right? I'm, get, I'm getting sucked in here. Oh. Shoots the gun off the uh, Sorry, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I'm getting sucked in. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's the guy. That is the guy. All right, now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. On the monument to the War of 96, seen in Washington, D.C. at the start of the film, the name Russell Case can be seen on a brick in the middle. Russell Case was Randy Quaid's character. Uh, I'm back. Yes. Who sacrificed himself to destroy the ship approaching Area 51 in Independence Day. Nice. I like that one. According to Vox Culture, with this movie, 20th Century Fox desperately hoped it can start its own Star Wars franchise to replace the one it lost to Disney. No. Oh, no. (laughs) So sorry. Many people wondered what happened to Will Smith's character, Stephen Hiller, who appeared in the original Independence Day. The official Independence Day resurgent website states, according to an official report, Captain Steve Hiller, Colonel Hiller, by 2007, died during a test flight of one of the new alien-infused Earth-based defense fighter jets. His stepson, Dylan Dubrow, will carry on his legacy. Oh, his stepson. Oh, shit. So that's Vivica A. Fox's kid. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Colonel, that's, that's 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 a messed up way for them to take him out, though. Yeah, die off screen. Well, they had that one picture of him. Yeah, but but, but still, but yeah. to die in a test flight. Yeah, it should have been like a. He's like he just blew up the ship. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. No, they it should have made it more heroic somehow. Although if the alien threat's gone, oh, alien threat is still remain though. He could have died in battle with the aliens. The ones but they didn't on return. Earth. Oh yeah, uh-huh. over with uh, Dakimbe and his yeah. people. That's what it was. He went to go help them out, and then that's where he died. Yeah, that would have been fun. That's been that would have been better. Finally, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year, so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget. Are you ready for this? One hundred sixty-five million dollars. Hmm. Let me look up while you're thinking. Okay. What its original, oh yeah, the, the original one was. Okay, so this is one sixty five. This one had a lot more CGI, which apparently is cheaper than practical effects. Which yes, they used in the first one. So one sixty five. I'm gonna go with three ten. Okay. In the U.S., this grossed. Where is it? One hundred and three point one million. 
Overseas, okay. it grossed two hundred eighty-six point five oh. million, brings total gross to three hundred eighty-nine point six million dollars. Right. Not far, not too far. Off. So, you know what? Better overseas. We might begin huh. that third one after all. Oh damn it! The original Independence Day, seventy-five million dollar budget. In the U.S., the original Independence Day grossed three hundred and six point one million. Overseas, five hundred and eleven point two million, grossing eight hundred seventeen point four okay. million dollars. So, in nineteen ninety six, it was the highest grossing film of that year. So, based on that, this was a failure. Yes. Based on other standards, it's they're going to keep making them. Jesus Christ. This film, Resurgence, debuted in second place on the weekend of June 24th, 2016, with $41 million. In June? June 24th. So okay. it's like the two-year anniversary. All right. Uh, it's <laughs> closer to July 4th. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's like two weeks off. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it debuted in second place. Number one that week, Finding Dory. <laughs> okay. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the 18th highest grossing film in the category sci-fi slash alien invasion. Number one, say alien, yep. Marvel's The Avengers. I wouldn't consider that. Oh, come mm, Technically. The alien invasion part is true, yeah. But yeah. that's not a sci-fi movie. Number five is the original Independence Day. Good. Finally, Independence Day Resurgence was the 27th highest grossing film of 2016. Number one that year. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Wow. It's been two years since that came out? Mm-hmm. Wow. So if you want to watch the original Independence Day, Which what, you should. what would you do? Not the, not the resurgence. Uh-huh. Watch the original on, uh, on Amazon. Uh-huh. But before you go to Amazon to watch that movie or download uh, anything else, maybe get some uh, Will Smith uh, t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a line, uh, Welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was going to say MF or... I don't think he said that. No. The one line that I like that he does is when he's dragging uh, the alien in the parachute, and he goes, I could have been at a barbecue. Yeah. And he's like talking to himself, and he goes, and what the hell is that smell? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Uh-huh. Oh, such a good movie. So that... So Independence Day, that, that was like his transition from like the Fresh Prince TV show into movies. Because after this, he did Men in Black, and then after that, okay. he did like yeah. other stuff. So this was his first big movie. And nailed and it. nailed it. Yes. And then, the, so we're, this is responsible for everything else that came after that. Yes. Which uh, I think it's mostly good. There's a couple, uh, uh-huh. I mean, uh, check out After Earth on the, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> on the spoilers archives. Men in Black, I think my favorite Will Smith movie, like for his, like a, when I think of Will Smith movie, it's like comedy, action. Yeah. It's probably still the first Men in Black. The first Men in Black is so good. Okay, him and Tommy Jones have such good chemistry. It's, it's real good. That scene where they're they're in the test where they have to shoot stuff, and he and he shoots the little girl. <laughs> <laughs> His explanation still is still great. It's real good. Yeah. He goes, well, he's not he's he's not snarling. He's sneezing. Yeah. And that guy's got some books. He's trying to get he's trying to study for the test. Little white girl in a neighborhood like this with some physics books. Those books are way too advanced for her. Zed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I drove by the uh, the, the the towers in, in, in New York. Oh, in the park. Yes, the the Roswell uh, supposed Roswell yeah. things. I'm like as so I was driving, like that was from Men in Black. Yeah, that was from Men in Black. Uh-huh. I didn't have time to stop by, but I wanted to so bad. Hmm. 
And then I saw the, the globe thing, the earth yes. wireframe. Uh-huh. Oh, that's definitely the place. Mm-hmm. You didn't go to the pawn shop? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I tried to find noisy cricket. <laughs> I could not. That's 2016's Independence Day Resurgence, directed by Roland Emmerich. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list. And we watch it before any other requests. Before I tell you next week's movie, you know what movie we should do with Will Smith? This movie was the first, like, chink in his armor. Okay. He did, like, Independence Day, Men in Black, all these hits. Freaka, freaka, Wild Wild West. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be a tough one because I remember liking it a lot you know at who, the time. Do you know who's in that movie as one of the, one of the bad guys? Not the main bad guy, but the one of the bad guys is uh, a word. Was it Ted Levine? Ah. He's the he's that army colonel. Uh, okay, who works for um, that sound. That's, that sounds familiar. Who works for the guy in the wheelchair? I forgot his name. Yeah, Man. dude, Ted Levine. He's, he's when I when I think Wawa West, I I, I I go to Cisco. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh oh no, was it Kumodi or something? The guy in in the song. It's all about the song. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, Kevin Klein, which is great. Uh, I remember walking Some out of the theater, and my dad saying, "That's pretty good for a recreation," because he used to watch the show when he was growing yeah. up. So, as far as the like intro and everything else, that was, he enjoyed that part of it. Obviously, uh, the original uh, Jim West was not was not a black dude. Yeah. Uh, but other, other than that, I think it was. He, he said it was it was pretty pretty good, mm-hmm. and I loved it, of course. Yeah. Uh, I guarantee if I watch it now, I will not like it at all. There's a lot of steampunk. I, I'm <laughs> like, a fan of that. I am a fan of that. In real life. Yeah. In in movies, I don't know. That's going to be tough. Okay. So that we, we can watch that down the road because our fifth season is coming to an end yep. within the next two weeks. Yeah, we're almost done. Two, three weeks. Uh, next week, we're watching 2011's Real Steel. Yes. Because Evangeline Lilly, Lilly yes. is playing the Wasp in the new Ant-Man movie. Yep. So uh, Adam picked Real Steel. You might know her, to as, showcase a, her. As, as Kate uh, from Lost. That's that's my first experience. So we're, we're looking at Rocky meets uh, Robots meets Over the Top. Yep. That's, that's, yeah. That's that's it. Much, meets Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Rock, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. so check out real steel for next week's episode and until next time this is hollywood i was gonna say i'm maestro no i'm i'm madam (laughs) yeah he's not here yeah i'm just adam